We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here today. We'll go over picks. We'll discuss uh, a little bit of uh, Mike Bianco's answers yesterday. Story up at RiverGrove.com discussing... His um, interest in the LSU job back over the summer. Also today, Chase Goodbread will join us. He works for NFL.com. We'll talk some Matt Corral, some Ole Miss, some SEC football, and more with him coming up in segment number two today. A show that's brought to you by the Oxford Exxon every single day. Go ahead on over. They uh, had a lot of success. You guys have uh, really been helping us out. Keep doing that. Go take a selfie at the Oxford Exxon. When you do that, you need to hashtag Blue Sky Rebels need to tag Oxford Exxon on Twitter, and they will automatically enter you into a chance to win an official Ole Miss football helmet. So take advantage of that. Have a chance. Maybe something for Christmas. Maybe just somewhere to put in your man cave. Whatever it is you would like to do there with that. But we'd appreciate taking a selfie and doing those things there at the Oxford Exxon. Also, uh, Speed Pass Plus out. Download it. Earn points. Save money. Lunch special, five sixty nine. Two sides of bread, 32-ounce drinks. So I got a little distracted there. And again, we're coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. I'd recommend that you do. Let's hop into a Clark Ford today. Great service, great product. Corey and the people at Clark Ford always tell you they want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. Find out what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Be a great place. Hang out this weekend. Watch college football, the World Series, all of those things at Rafters. Have a burger, po' boy. Um, great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and uh, also in New Albany. So we'll look at picks here for a, a little bit early, and we'll talk to Chase coming up in uh, in segment number two in about 20 minutes or so. We, uh, I, I, I guess I'm having a weird morning. I screwed up one of the picks as far as I forgot Notre Dame had lost a game this morning. Um, 
that Cincinnati Notre Dame game just does not click in my head. I've forgotten it at least twice a week since it since it happened, and something I've actually done content wise or on a podcast or something. Um, Neil over here did not alert me to that this morning or anything. Just let me hang out to dry on the picks. But which uh, part? I don't read every pick. Oh, I thought you typically read through them and read every pick when it was over. I I, I glance. You scan to see if there's anything strange. I make sure that no one's picking a push. Okay, fair. Um, yeah, I made a big deal about how Notre Dame shouldn't be undefeated, and Notre Dame's not undefeated. Actually, they lost to the Bearcats. Um, I but I had, a, I had a full night last night, so I did. I did. Uh, did my interview with Pete Deweese for the MPW Digital Pregame Show. Um, brought to you by Walk-Ons, by the way, and uh, and then after that, I had agreed to do a uh, a segment with some guys that do a show about Auburn called the War Rapport. Okay, they had a lot of cool graphics and stuff. I mean, like I. I'm going to go back and look at some of the stuff they did and figure it out because I was impressed. Okay. But anyway, I anticipated that was going to be like a 10-minute interview, mm-hmm. and it was more like a 30-minute interview. That throws you off when that happens. Like, you have in your mind how long I'm about to go do this yeah. and kind of setting the, the whole deal up, and when it goes longer, you're kind of like, Ugh. Well, and my phone's blowing up with, hey, how much longer you got on that deal? Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. what are we doing? Because. Got stuff. I got stuff to do, and yeah, but they were great. I mean, they were sharp guys. They and, and again, their graphics were. I was impressed. Um. Yeah. I'm, whatever. Um. Let's see. Grind is still nervous about this game on Saturday. It's. It's. I. I do appreciate you being in the thread for a lot of reasons. Every single day, Grind. We love you. But watching the fan freak out on all sides always cracks me up. As you look at you know the old Miss people when they're supposed to win a game and go, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, and then. Grind's freaked out on the Auburn side of things. I mean, n- nobody really expects their team to win a game ever. Is, is what I've what I've realized that it's it's pretty much everybody is in sheer panic every single week. That's that's the way this thing works out. So yeah, Grind, they were good. The War Report guys or War Report. Who was it? It was the the guys I did the show with yesterday. It was, they were they were sharp. That was that was an impressive. They they do like a are they connected to a website or is it just a it's show? sponsored by uh, J Site? Oh really? Yeah, I don't know like what the. But there's some network deal there. I don't, I don't know how all that works, but they – it was four guys. I would actually love to talk to them about whatever technology they're using. I was yeah. I was really impressed. Uh, we get into Neil's picks a little bit. We um, – last week, everybody – oh, everybody did well last week. Did not realize that. I did. I had no clue. We all I, we all go crazy and do well, and Jeffrey still beats our ass. That's basically what has happened. He's right on now. a roll. Right they, now. Like Jeffrey has gotten incredibly hot um, at the moment. Last we, have a, week, we have a newcomer though to to we do. to picks. I mean, Brian Rippey has jumped in to uh, as I think Neil said, plug the ship uh, here this 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 week as he takes over um, <laughs> in that fourth spot. He's got a lot of work to do now. Got a lot of work. Uh, has to a do. lot of work to uh, do. He's, Just, he he kind of fell out of the starting blocks a little bit, having to it's pick a, it up. It's a rebuild. He he's in the relay race where <laughs> the dude's just waiting on the baton. Everybody else has taken off, and he goes, "Ah hell, this yeah. is going to be a bit of a problem yeah. to, to 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 run down the Kenyan up there." So, um, Neil six and three last week. Uh, Zach and I went seven and two, and then Jeffrey eight and one against the spread last week, nine and zero overall. Jeffrey started kind of slow, um, but the last three weeks have been scorching hot. He's yeah. now forty-eight and thirty-three against the spread on the season. Um, this put me back over five hundred now at forty-one and forty. Neil at forty-three and thirty-eight, so two uh, two ahead of myself. And then Rippy begins at thirty-nine and forty-two, um, absorbing 
the the previous struggle. Yep. Rippy walks in nine games back. Yeah, not, it's it's gonna be tough. It's a challenge. It's a it's, tough slog. It's the managerial change in July. Yeah, and yeah. you go, hey, got, got got a little work to do. Got got got, got to figure this thing out. Uh, big game at 11 a.m. Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan minus three and a half at Mich- number eight, Michigan State. Harbaugh's done a nice job. Mel Tucker's done a hell of a job. He's probably at least right now in line for NCAA Coach of the Year. Sure. Um, I just think Michigan's better. Like, I just think they're more athletic. I think they're more talented. I, I don't think I'm getting caught up on the name on the helmet either. I think it's a deal where – Michigan State has played above their heads. They're frankly just better than we gave them credit for being anyway sure, from a talent standpoint. Yeah, he's done a really good job there. But Michigan has a lot of defensive speed off the edge. Yeah. They're going to cause you problems. Michigan State can get a little one-dimensional, and I think Michigan can take that dimension away. So they, But have, it should be a hell of a fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have Michigan beating Michigan State on uh, on Saturday, 11 a.m. for uh, for that one. Uh, also 11 a.m. out in the Big 12. Interesting game. Texas plus two at number 16, Baylor, 11 a.m. Speaking of great coaching jobs, guys are doing a nice job. Dave Aranda here with the uh, with the Bears. Is he getting much play at LSU at all, or is that not something that's of note? A little, but not really. Look, that, and I keep telling people this. This is, this is the problem with LSU is everybody wants this story to have a uh, firmness to it. It's October the 28th. One month from today is what, a couple days after Thanksgiving? This is probably not even done a month from today. Oh, I don't think it is. So, I don't know. And here's the other question. If you're Dave Aranda, Baylor's not a great job because Baylor doesn't have a conference home down the road. Sure. But Dave Aranda's personality is such that I don't know that for him, Baylor's not a better job than LSU. Yeah. And before everybody goes, well, money. Okay, yeah, but and it's easy for me to say, yeah, if LSU were to go, hey, Dave, we'll give you $11 million. Sure, well, but they're not. And so if they're going to give you seven at LSU or five at Baylor, and I realize $2 million is a lot of money. I completely, I completely get that. But it's all relative. As someone who wakes up thinking about now, money. Now, Dave Aranda is making 2.5. But he'll get more. Yeah, of course. He'll get more. So his agent will use a little leverage, and they'll get him up to four. And, and frankly, four is probably pretty happy for him. So you picked Texas 34-30. Uh, Jeffrey picked Texas 31-28. Rippy picked Baylor 35-30 to uh, cover and lay the points. And then I've got Texas 30-28. And here's, here, here's my reasoning, and I kind of did this in multiple spots this week, was simply I either get a win and Texas wins and I – pick up a game on somebody or we keep serve or whatever, or I get to go to Orange Bloods and read about a loss. So either way, I win on Saturday. Like with Texas, I kind of do this emotional hedge thing every week where I'll just pick you to win. And if you win, fantastic. And if you lose, hey, I'm I'm popping the popcorn. I'm watching Ketchum try to explain another loss over there with the Sarkeesian and the boys and the whole deal. It's it's maybe my, my second favorite after a loss message board. Third, sorry. Now is Ketchum spinning? He's spinning at this point. He was predicting a one a year one renaissance under Steve Sarkeesian. Okay, and the renaissance has not happened. Um, so it's, it's now what are they doing with the whole Arch Manning thing? Are they predicting victory? They're predicting that essentially, if they don't get him, it's because Georgia bought him. Basically, what they're doing. Okay. 
Better message board after a loss, Tennessee or A&M? Ooh. <laughs> A&M, but it's close. Okay. <laughs> it's close. It's because Tennessee has lost so much, right? That's why yeah, it's a little down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But let them pop off a couple 10-win seasons, and that's 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 the end of that. Oh, I, I would almost pay if, – if I didn't have to suffer through the two 10-win seasons, I would almost give them two 10-win seasons so that I could watch them fall off. But the two 10-win the, seasons the, – It would be a sucky 24 months to it would get be there is the, the problem. Uh, yeah, look, the best – it's A&M and Tennessee are by far the worst – and Texas are the worst three – or the best three after loss message boards. Um, is that you? What is that? Someone must have left her phone here. Oh, okay. You want to look at that for a minute? Yeah, just talk. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's those. I mean, if Georgia loses, that will be whatever. But they're not as crazy as as some of the others. I mean, I don't feel like we get just. I mean, all message boards are dumb. I mean, all message boards are going to have that that part of them where they have all these freakout moments and all these different things. But for whatever reason, Georgia is not quite to that level. Um, that that I've noticed. But yeah, A and M, Tennessee, Texas. Uh, Florida State, when they were good, was one of the best ones. I mean, that, 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 some of those Florida State websites can be just, I mean, awful. Uh, so they're, it's fun when they lose as uh, as well. That's about it, something like that. I didn't even, I haven't even gone over to the Clemson boards when they've when they've lost here in the last uh, a couple times. I guess what are they? Are they four and three? Is Clemson four and three this season? Something like that. Um, the LSU boards that aren't as big of a community. That I have access to, so I don't get the the quantity of the freakout. I mean, the quality is good, but the quantity of the freakout is not uh is not what you would expect from some of these uh some of these other ones. Strictly from a board size standpoint, that I've noticed. Maybe that's anecdotal. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's the way I would probably rank them at the at that point. Uh, going on down the list a little bit, we got the uh, just ridiculous game of the week, and it's at two o'clock, not three o'clock this week. Which two is o'clock, yeah. Missouri minus 17 at Vanderbilt, 2 p.m. SEC Network. I mean, seriously, you're talking about an actual attendance of less than 8,000? Yeah, I would think so. Something like that? I would think so. This is Because I'm not sure it was much more than that when they had State in last weekend, and State actually brought some people. Yeah, I, I, I think it's bad. I th- listen, we joke about this, but the league has to be concerned about this. I mean, they're, it's not even a question. They're the worst Power 5 team in the country. And beyond the team, though, it's... it's. I guess program was more than yeah, my, my, yeah. my word That's there. the concern. Because I'm not sure they're not worse than Kansas right now. I mean, you can have a bad team. Yeah. But it's... No, Kansas draws more people. Yeah. From a program stability standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Kansas is more stable right now than Vanderbilt. Yeah. All hyperbole aside. It's, it's a real problem. All the internal combustion at Vanderbilt and... And now it's a legitimate question. What do you do with your money? Mm-hmm. Because one can't help but wonder, are you embezzling it? Well, I told you, nobody has an answer. Literally, no one has an well, answer. I mean, Chris Lee goes, I don't know. No, well, I mean, and Chris Lee's digging on it. And everybody yeah. goes, well, I don't know. I can't tell you where the money goes. Well, then where'd it go? Yeah. Three of us have uh, Missouri covering this line. Jeffrey has Vanderbilt covering 31 to uh, 20. It says, until proven otherwise, I continue to believe it's not possible for Missouri to cover a point spread. 
especially three scores on the road. Um, get in the record. I get it. I, I, I can't argue that. Yeah. I mean, but, whatever, whatever you want to say about this game, I'm whatever. Yeah. I mean, neither team is worth a crap. So it, it, it is what it is. Missouri's going to win. But beyond that, I will believe anything that uh, that happens. Um, we'll continue Neil's picks after we talk to Chase Goodbread. We need to go to him here in a minute. So first, we'll see about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're going to local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We'll have the MPW Digital pregame show up for you uh, later today. It's brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. And uh, coming soon, just in a few weeks, Walk-On Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant, 1737B University Avenue in Oxford. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's another betting weekend, and Brothrow would be a great way for you to uh, have a kind of a cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that's going to save you money. Can't You can start your own group. You can make friends. You can invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Sign up at bet.brothrow.com backslash mpw. We're also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Go to MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Use the promo code REBELGROVE. Get 35% discount off any products from the site. Free shipping on $100 or more at MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Promo code REBELGROVE. Same promo code at DeadSoxy. Best socks you'll ever put on your feet. DeadSoxy.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. Get 25% off your order. 7 South Tailgating can hook you up with tailgating if you are um, heading into November. Three games in November here in Oxford. you got Liberty, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt on consecutive weeks. So get in touch with 7 South Tailgating. 7SouthTailgating.com, 662-321-1682. You mentioned Orange Bloods. Uh, they've started doing business with our friends at Game Changer Patch Company. And that's a credit to all of us at RebelGrove.com and MPW Digital because we uh, – Help show people that, yep, it works. Not only the advertising, but the patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for your next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com and the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your order. Also brought to you by ACS, owned and operated by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Massachusetts. Baldwin, Mississippi. ACS is a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator that can install install and service Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB Square D, and many other manufacturers. To get in touch with them, go to acsllcms.com or call 662 662- 601-4381. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. G&M, they're on South Lamar and Oxford. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. Few prescriptions the same day each month to make sure you have what you need when you need it, and you can count on it. Also, with right-way meds, of individually package your medication. That can even save lives in the right circumstances. So if you need that extra level of help, they can handle that as well. So whether it's on the square in Holly Springs or on South Lamar and Oxford, that's G&M Pharmacy. 
Go to Chase Goodbread now. Again, NFL.com. Talk oh, some Ole Miss, some Auburn, some Alabama probably, and uh, Matt Corral. So that coming up here on the Raptors Music and Food Hotline. How we doing? Chase, doing well. How are you, sir? Doing good, doing good. Appreciate you being with us. How you been? Glad to do it. Glad to do it. Been pretty good. Been pretty good. Starting to uh, uh, starting to catch a little bit of cold weather over here in, in Alabama. I imagine over in Mississippi it's cooling off too then. Yeah, it's been a – it was actually fantastic last weekend. Warmed up into the 70s in the daytime, but at night it was it was fantastic. It was, it was super. Neil's basically an Eskimo, so if it's above 20, he's kind of pissed off. Um, so he, he, he's, he's living in the wrong place, especially after he spent how many years in Mobile. It's not exactly a great fit. Yeah, yeah well, good. Yeah, people used to say about Mobile, they're like, man, Mobile's so close to the beach. I'm like, it's not close to the beach. It's 50 minutes from the freaking beach, and it's hot all the time. It's always hot. Kind of jump into it a little bit, Chase. Just uh, Ole Miss, uh, Auburn this weekend at Jordan-Hare. Just some general thoughts. Rebels, the job Lane Kiffin's done. What's kind of struck you about this team here in year two under Kiffin? Some big improvements for sure. I, I think it's as good as an Ole Miss team as I've seen in a long time. Obviously, they're in a position right now sitting second place in the SEC West, sneaking up on Halloween. That's not a typical position for Ole Miss. And, you know, they've, people talk about the offense, and that's fine. I think any Lane, Co- Lane Kiffin coach team offense is going to be people's focal point, but I think the improvements that Ole Miss has made on defense has made a, a big difference for them. Uh, some of the transfers, Chance Campbell for sure, but not just Trans- Chance Campbell. You know, Otis Reese, uh, he brought in some, some help uh, for a defense that was – really bad last year and it's it's made a big difference yeah you know you, you look at that and they are they're sitting there i guess i guess technically tied alabama obviously they, they lost to, to the crimson tide just i'm cur- curious what, what odds do you give on alabama losing again the regular season you know i'd say it's pretty slim but not because alabama is anything special i think alabama's beatable their their defense is is giving up a lot of chunk plays but i'd say this the chance is pretty slim only because there's nobody else on alabama's schedule that really is it, it caught my eye or impressed me obviously lsu is is not what people expect lsu to be uh that's plain enough auburn's a solid team not a great team arkansas of course started out like a house on fire and they've kind of faded and so those are the three games Alabama's got left and you know I, I don't know that this is a championship Alabama team because I, I think that defense has got some holes but but I just don't know that any of those three teams are going to get it done the only one that could I think is is Auburn just because of the rivalry and at Jordan Hare and all of that stuff but that rivalry is one typically that the best team wins Right, right. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. And 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 Jordan, Jordan Hare's a tough place to go. I mean, Alabama's Alabama's taken some teams down there and had a lot of trouble, including some teams that were that were fairly heavily favored. Uh, so it, it's it'll be loud like it always is. It doesn't matter what Auburn's record is to in that rivalry. That place will be going nuts. And so uh, hostile environment for sure. Uh, but I. 
I don't see it happening. Um, I think uh, I think Auburn's probably, like you say, Neil, probably the best chance of those three to get it done, though. Speaking of Auburn, we're going to get into some stuff with individual players and that kind of thing in a minute, but you're, you're around that and you see these teams. How do you sort of see the uh, Ole Miss at Auburn game Saturday night playing out? Oh, I definitely like Ole Miss. Uh, I, I think the quarterback edge is with with Corral, you know, over over Knicks is going to be significant. I, I think I think Harson's got a lot of work to do um, offensively, and you know, I, I just I don't think Ole Miss is going to have any trouble. To be honest with you, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of seeing that as a fairly comfortable win for really for Ole Miss. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. You know, it's an SEC game, so anything can happen, but I like Ole Miss a lot in that one. And, and, uh, you know, primarily because of the quarterback edge. I mean, I mean, that's just in today's college football, if you've got an edge at the quarterback position, it, it's a, it overcomes multiple edges elsewhere where you might be deficient what do you see Ole Miss being able to do against Knicks that Arkansas couldn't do a couple weeks ago you know I I think I think the balance with that Ole Miss offense is uh overlooked and and probably something that'll that'll make a big difference there I mean I mean the you know people talk about Corral being a great quarterback as a passer and he is he's he's had a super year as a passer but Ole Miss is just so balanced uh, running the ball this year. I mean, they're going to have – Ole Miss will probably have four players, including Corral, over 600 yards rushing. I mean, there's not a bell cow. You know, there's 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 not a guy that they're feeding 20 times a game. Uh, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you, you talk about Parrish and, and Ely and Connor. That's kind of a, 300, a three-headed monster. Uh, those guys will – I think they'll end up – at least the way they're paced, anyway, and staying healthy and whatnot, they go they'll go over six hundred apiece. Corral's got four seventy five, I think, rushing. Uh, he'll end up six hundred plus. It's a lot to deal with. I mean, you look at the team numbers with Ole Miss; they've actually had thirty more first downs running than throwing, which I I think is probably something people might not have expected. We saw him play really well against LSU. We've seen multiple things. With, with Knicks, do you see improvement this year? I mean, where do you sort of just kind of grade what he's been like this season? I'm not a Knicks guy. I think he's a gamer. I think he pulls some amazing plays out of his hat once in a while. Um, and hat might be the nice word for it, right? Sure. Um, but uh, I don't see a lot of consistency. I don't see a lot of accuracy. Uh, he's competitive as hell. He's a good athlete, and he can he can make some he can do some pretty amazing things with his feet at times. But as a as a guy who can just beat you putting the ball on the numbers, I'd take Corral seven days a week over Knicks. You know, speaking speaking of him, I know you're not locked into it day to day right now, but just at the next level, what do you kind of see from Matt Corral as an NFL quarterback? Love him, love him. Me too. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's a first round pick. Uh, he's gonna translate really well to the NFL. One thing about NFL offenses is they're really 
trending toward more athletic quarterbacks. Uh, and I think there will always be a place for the pure pocket passer in the NFL, right? The Ben Roethlisberger's, the Tom Brady's. Yeah, I mean, if you've got Matthew Stafford's arm and size, there's going to be a place for you in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, no, no, doubt. no doubt about that, sure. No doubt. The thing about it is, though, once you take those guys out, right, you take out Brady, you take out Stafford, you take out some of the elites who are stationary. If you don't have that elite stationary guy, everybody in the NFL now wants somebody who can give you something in the run game is what it seems. And they don't all have one. But it's easier, I think, to succeed offensively in the NFL now if you don't have uh, the, the outstanding pocket guy by developing an offense where you can move the sticks here and there with a quarterback. <clears throat> I, I, again, I don't know, I'm not going to ask you about a ton of players, but I'm just kind of curious. Uh, Sam, Sam Williams, a guy you've at least noticed or has popped off the page at all? On yes. Yeah, yeah. I think – He's got what seven, eight sacks. I think he's um, and the national leaders. You know, Will Anderson at Alabama's got eight and a half. I think that leads the FBS. So he's had a fantastic year. I, I do think he's an NFL player. I think Otis Reese, uh, he'll play in the league. Uh, there's some there's some good pieces on that defense, and and Williams might be the most talented among them from just a pure athletic standpoint. He's he's played well. What do you think about Chance Campbell as an NFL prospect? I had an NFL guy who I trust say, hey, I think he's a will, a will linebacker at the next level and can play quickly. Other people have been like, I'm a little concerned about his ability side to side, um, you know, sideline to sideline in terms of speed and that kind of thing. He obviously knows the game well and all of that. Just how do you project him? Yeah, being that he came from Maryland, I don't see a ton of ACC football, so I've only gotten kind of a smattering of looks at him this year. That being said – the the sideline to sideline concern is real. The, the NFL linebacker is getting smaller, getting faster, getting quicker, uh, and, and so if he's got any trouble at all, you know, really, it, it, it used to for NFL linebackers, it used to start with how do you play the run on first and second down, and then we'll either sub you out on third down or. Or you're a liability. Well, now it's the other way around. Now the first thing teams want to know is how do you cover the pass on third down? Uh, because on first and second down, people are throwing the ball a lot anyway. So, yeah, that that's how he play. How he's evaluated as a pass defender is is absolutely going to be key for him and anybody else at that position. I mean, you, know, you go back and look at. I'll give you a great example. Y'all may remember a. An outside linebacker at LSU by the name of Quan Alexander. Sure, yeah. Uh, he, he was an Alabama native. Well, he weighed about two ten, soaking wet when he played for Les Miles. He was an outside linebacker for LSU. All he really did was play the flats, rush the passer off the edge. He he was a perimeter player through and through. He goes to the NFL and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers make him a Mike linebacker right out of the gate. So that kind of gives you that kind of gives you an idea of of where it's going for linebackers in the NFL. Yeah, it's guys who can run. Everything's about speed now. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So it's uh, one other guy uh, that I'm curious. It's it's, it's 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 the kind of it's become the kind of game where 
these these passing attacks are looking for personnel they can exploit with a quicker player in the passing game. Well, at the college level, with so many teams going tempo, you need guys who are uh, more fit, if you will. I mean, you know, the whole everyone wants a a, a a big, huge defensive line, sure, but if you're playing against tempo, those guys can't keep up. So you, you've got to, if you're going to do that, you've got to have three sets of them because you've got to have different. That's like that's Georgia's strength right now is they've got so many players that uh, they just bring guys in. Everybody's fresh, and you can stop tempo teams by stopping them. But I, I, another guy, speaking of speed, I want to ask about because at the beginning of the year there was a lot of talk about Jerry and Ely going pro after the season. He's kind of had a sporadic season. Had a great game last week, but before that he's been non-existent in a couple of games. Do you anticipate him stepping out? And if he does, is there a place for him, or does he need to return to the college level and, and, and put up another year? For running backs, I, t- I tend to think the move is, is to come out if it's, if it's kind of an edgy decision. If it's a decision that's close, you go. Um, that that's the, the general rule for running backs. I mean, even Nick Saban in Alabama make kind of makes an exception for running backs with his guideline. Saban's got a guideline that if you're not a first rounder, you should come back, and he kind of makes an exception for that where running backs are concerned. Uh, Eddie Lacy, I think, would be one example. He got he got Saban's blessing to come out, and the reason is multifold one is it's the shortest career in the nfl uh position wise right i mean those guys take such a beating in the nfl less of a beating now than they used to uh because most teams run platoons and they don't just feed the same back all the time in the nfl but that being said you, you still take a heck of a pounding and it's generally on average it's only about a three-year career or three and a half as a running back, and so if that's if your window to play to be a pro football player is that small, you can understand anybody saying, you know what, I'm going to make this jump um, while I've still got less, you know, less mileage on the odometer. Uh, that being said, for for Ely specifically, I like him. Uh, like you said, he he has been a little little bit up and down this season, but. You know, if he goes to the combine and lights it up athletically, checks the boxes he needs to check, he he'd get picked. There's no doubt. It's a devalued position in the draft um, because teams tend to now uh, have kind of specialized roles for running backs, and they're running two and three backs out there in a game. Derrick Henry with the Titans is obviously an exception, but most teams. You know, they're playing two or three backs, and, and they've all got kind of a specific role. And, and that, you know, it, it tends to drive draft value down, but it opens up you know, more jobs and more playing time. Just kind of 10,000 feet view, Ole Miss still has State and A&M left. What do you kind of think about those matchups for the Rebels? I like Ole Miss over Mississippi State for sure. Who was the other one? A&M. A and M, yeah, that'll be tougher. That'll be, that'll be tougher. I like Ole Miss in that game too, though. Uh, you know, and I watched Texas A and M beat Alabama start to finish and, and played a fantastic game at home. The quarterback played played like he'd never played before in that one. A and M will be tough, uh, but I, I like Ole Miss to 
I like Ole Miss to win that one too. I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna finish with a heck of a with a heck of a bang. It's just a question of if they can, you know, like we talked before, if they can get kind of catch that upset loss for Alabama again to to put them over the top and the division standings. But but they're gonna finish strong. I, I like Ole Miss a lot. Last thing, and I'm, I know this doesn't really matter because the league obviously as powerful as ever, but Dylan and I were discussing a minute ago how bad Vanderbilt is. From a program standpoint, does it hurt the league to any level? I mean, do they need Vanderbilt to at least try to care? I mean, how do you sort of rate the fact that they don't even seem to be putting money anywhere right now into that program? Well, uh, you know, they they did just say that, I don't know, aren't they supposed to be breaking ground on like a $300 million facility or something? I think I saw that right before the season, but it's it's a little late, right? I mean, they needed facility upgrades 15 or 20 years ago over there. So they haven't cared for sure enough, nearly enough. And, you know, it's, it's obviously never been a football school. It's been a, it's, it's a baseball slash basketball school. Even basketball has kind of gone up and down now. It's, it's a baseball school when you really boil it down. Uh, but yeah, it's even for Vanderbilt. It's terrible. It, it it is, and and the more the more you the more I watch Vanderbilt football, the more amazed I am that James Franklin had back to back nine win seasons with that program. It's unreal. You and me and Neil will never live to see that again. All right, he said last question. I have one final question for you. There's a debate going on in our YouTube stream right now, so I'll let you weigh in. You're a smart guy. I've known you for a long time. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 50 duck-sized horses, Chase? Uh, give me the one horse-sized duck. What a question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, you know, you got two eyes going forward. You can only watch one thing at a time. Just, just, just let me battle the monster and, and not have to not have to uh, whirl around. And, you know, now if you give me somebody back-to-back, right, then, then uh, maybe we could take on numbers. But uh, give me the – uh, give, give me, give me the big one instead of 50 little ones. All right. Thank you for being a good sport. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, fellas. Bye. See you. That was Chase Goodbread. What would you do? The 50 I think he makes the, horses? I mean, I think he makes the most sense because. Can you just step on the horses? That's a big. That is a big. But are they all coming at me at the same time? It's fifty. I don't know. As Houston would say, I mean, there's only so much I can do there. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) if they're all coming at the same time, somebody's going to kick the piss out of. How aggressive would a horse-sized duck be? I mean, ducks can get kind of pissed off. Yeah, that's the problem. Whereas, if it literally is just a normal horse, like if he's not trying to kill me. He might just be kind of hanging out. I mean, like, right? Like you never like think, hey, a horse is going to bite me or whatever. But a duck with the the they can get pissed. Yeah, a a, a horse size. Oh, think about duck it too. He can fly. He can like a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, but he, he would he be able get to, airborne. Those would be big wings that he would be flapping, and he could be trying to kick you or spur you or whatever. In addition, See, to I think I'd rather take on the fifty small horses because in your mind you can get rid of like ten quickly. Well, yeah, because you're going to kick thin the herd. You're going to kick a few of them off. Yeah, and then maybe they'd start looking at it, going, "I don't want to get kicked like my buddy secretariat there." <laughs> yeah, 
You know what I mean? The yeah. one big duck. Yeah. That's a that is a big duck. Yeah, you got to pack a lunch, I think, for the big. Well, like the, I go, I go. Sometimes I'll run at Carson soccer practices out in Tupelo at Ballard Park, and and they have like the ducks and stuff, and I get nervous around them because they don't. They're not scared at all. They don't get the hell out of the way as you come running through. They're just like, no, nah, no, nah, I live here. I, I'm assuming in this case you don't get a weapon. Well, because duh, if I get a weapon, I'll take the one. I'll take the one, and I'll just light him up, and yeah. we're done. Yeah, but I'm assuming this is like with your hands and yeah, feet. we're doing hand to hand. Yeah, combat this is here. this is nobody's weaponized. No, no, no. This is like best of the best kind of stuff here. So, I, Mortal Kombat. Uh, I still think it's the one. I mean, I, I I know exactly what I'm dealing with. We'll we'll, we'll go from there. So, all right. Speaking of. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Miss Banker, you can't say that I've never done anything for you. No, you, no, that's you, great. you, you got to at least for one day say that McCready guy, he's okay. Yeah. Uh, support for the Oxford Exxon podcast brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right? It's the 4.0. Going over two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with exclusive offer for you: twenty percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code MBW. At manscaped.com, magic shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. Manscaped engineered the ultimate grown and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality, incredibly comfort, comfortable grooming experience. The fourth-generation trimmer features a You read edge. this really fast. Have you noticed this? That you want to take over? No, no. But you want to take over? No, your reading is, is very fast on this. Is it? Yeah. You can be confident in all those sensitive areas. The upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can gauge a travel lock, and turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Wireless charging helps battery length last longer. It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code MPW at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. MPW. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. The boxers are awesome. We had a uh, we had one of our advertising partners uh, text me yesterday and go, "Hey, which one do you have? Like, let's get some reviews, some thoughts." I yep. mean, we have it's it's people helping people here with uh, with Manscaped. We're also brought to you by Pinpoint Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office. Industrial and land, Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell, they're Ole Miss grads. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlights on the Village at Madison. will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of Class A restaurant, retail, medical, and professional office space, along with roughly 75-0 lot line residences with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. If you want to learn more about the Village of Madison, give BB and Sam a call, 601-586-3220. Blue Delta Jeans is happy to announce the inaugural Coastal Cup Waterfowl Tournament, hosted January 19th through the 21st at the Bay Flats Lodge on the San Antonio Bay of Texas. This competitive team duck hunting event will include two days of Texas coastal waterfowl hunting, meals, drinks, and lodging, and two pairs of custom jeans for every participant. Special guests of the event will include... Josh Raggio of Raggio Custom Calls and Barton Ramsey of Southern Oak Kennels. To learn more, email Blake Kokenauer at Blake B L A K E 
at uh, bluedeltajeans.com. We are also brought to you by Lamons, Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years, from engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, fashion jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And uh, we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. They sponsor Hand Raised Guys, which will be coming to you tonight. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, make sure your heating unit is ready to roll. Give Comer a call, 662-801-1777. And uh, also, if you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call 662-429-4429. College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. So whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of rebel gear. In Central Mississippi. Podcast is also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com for all your real estate needs here locally. I've um, used them multiple times. Give them a chance as well. The buy side, the sell side, the uh, Oxford housing market still pretty nuts, pretty crazy right now. Inventory all over the place. So let somebody you can trust help you out there with your real estate needs. That's 662-281-1200, nickstanoxford.com. They sponsor my 321 football content item. And they can help you out as well. So click the link in my message board signature. Link the con- uh, link. Click click the link in my content item as well, and you can be uh, linked in with Nick's hand again. Six six two two eight one one two zero zero. Podcast also brought to you by Northeast Spark. That is n e s p a r c dot com. Two packages: the Ignite, the one hundred Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. I've got it at home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's N-E-Spark with a C dot com. 662-238-3159. Call the office for details. Again, that's 662-238-3159. You ever watch the Keeps ads? I have not seen those. It's for no. hair loss? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, they basically promise to regrow your it's hair. It's kind of like Rogaine, right? Isn't that kind of the same deal? I think so. Deal? Yeah, it's like a foam that you put on at night before you go to bed okay and put it back on in the morning or whatever and like all these guys like oh yeah my hair came back stop falling out oh really i'm like i don't believe you yeah chet i did kind of miss the uh, you, you make a good point i did not really realize that i have done sildenafil um i've done manscaped i've done the blow dry bar over the course of the last three or yeah. four years pretty sure you can still get sildenafil at gnm if you would like i mean i can check on that for anybody just email me and tell me you need it and i'll be happy to reach out and see if uh they can they, they, they can help you out there that uh, sort of that sort of defeats the purpose <laughs> oh is keeps for that too i didn't know that oh really i always thought just keeps was just for hair loss but maybe yeah i thought it was for, hair loss. maybe it's for other stuff too oh really know. yeah it could be i don't know oh it's like a multi-purpose thing i guess so just whatever ails you they'll they'll, they'll, they'll I mean, you get to a certain age where you just don't care you know what i mean It just doesn't matter anymore. Not that big of a deal. Your your Mullen photo in your in in, in Neil's picks today. I laughed at it so much for so many different reasons. There, the, the it's any coach, but Mullen especially doing the squinting up at the scoreboard thing really really makes me laugh. It just like so confused by whatever the proceeding is going on in front of him at that yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, as far as an in-game coach, I mean, a star that's fallen a pretty good bit for Mullen well, right now. Listen, I mean, it's it, it's rough. 
listen, lose one more other than Georgia this year and mm-hmm. going to get a little antsy down there. Florida's not happy 7-5 and five going to the Music City Bowl. No. Uh, Georgia minus 14 versus Florida. Obviously, this is in Jacksonville. Uh, I don't think anybody was um, brave enough to pick the uh, the Gators to cover no. the sky. Oh, Rippy did, actually. Did 28-20, he? Georgia over Florida. Oh, wow. I, all week long, I've had a weird feeling about it, that it's this stupid college football game. But Georgia feels stupid college football game proof right now. So, I mean, have you watched When it got teams? down to it, I just couldn't – couldn't pull the trigger. I know we're doing transitive property stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The LSU team that couldn't run on Ole Miss ran for like eight gil- gazillion yards a week earlier. The Davis Price kid literally set the school record for rushing yards. Think of all the running backs who've played at LSU. Kevin Falk, Leonard Fournette. Ali Broussard set the record against Ole Miss back in the day. He set it against that Florida defense. Yeah, they scored 49 points. Have you watched Georgia run the ball? I have, yes. Which has allowed the quarterback to do a pretty damn good job and have time and be able yeah, to really sure. operate that offense because of what they may know what to do. So, yeah, I mean, look, if Georgia wins this game 41 to 3, you go, okay, sure. Great. Moving on. I never even considered taking Florida. Never. The, the, the thought of Florida cr- covering this line. Maybe I'm being cute. I don't it know. never crossed my mind. Okay. That's fair. Texas Tech plus 19 at number four, Oklahoma, 230 ABC for this one. I mean, it's going up against Missouri and Vanderbilt, but maybe somebody will click it on and watch it. I, Texas Tech just fired its coach. They've had a pretty decent year, actually. They've been okay for them. If Oklahoma is ever going to show a pulse, it, you would think it would be this week. You do not believe so. You have Texas Tech covering this game. Um Jeffrey and I have Oklahoma covering. I know Texas Tech fired their coach, and it's insane. I have to think there's more to it than what happened on the field. Yeah, sure. They're an okay offense. They can score points. Oklahoma's defense gives up points. Yeah, to everybody. Yeah, so I I just – it's a big line. You make a good point here. You mentioned a mascot. I mentioned a mascot below – we have two of the more sneaky, and they're both in Texas, underrated mascots in our picks this week. The The mask rider at Texas Tech is a really good thing. That's it's badass. It, it's good. And then SMU with their pony yeah. is a really underrated mascot. Yeah. It's a damn good pony because it's kind of pissed off. It'll try to kick you. Like, if, if we have 50 Perunas, we have a problem. Yeah, like, of course. That, that would be an issue. That's, I know. That's kind of the point of the why whole issue. It's why you got to right? think about all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I mean – I also did not know, as you didn't know, that SMU and TCU played for the Iron Skillet. No. It's just a cast iron pan. And I kind of like that. That's composed to trying to come up with. I mean, literally, it looks like you just went to Walmart and bought a cast iron skillet. Like you went to Sneed's and got a good one. Well, yeah, whatever, but. Yeah. Got you a good cast iron skillet. There's nothing wrong with the cast iron skillet. Do you display it by, like, hanging it? No, you cook with the damn thing. Oh, during the year. You, yeah, you and then when you get it. finished, you just season it with a little oil and put it in the oven and get it ready to go in case you lose it. Oh. And you hope that they treat it the same way. You take care of a cast iron skillet, that thing will last forever, man. It will. So you think you actually could use the You should use the truck. Why not? And just pass it back and forth. Why not? If you respect it and take care of it and treat it right, you can use that thing on... I've used my big one on the big green egg. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes out just fine. Yeah. Everything's good. Of course. (sighs) 
Nobody has Houston winning this football game. I, I'm a little scared of this one. I, I, well, I'm scared of it, too. Houston very easily could win this football Houston game. Houston just hasn't played as well as SMU has played. SMU's a legitimately decent team. Oh, that's an interesting stat. I'm wrong. Will mean, not won't mean one damn thing, but it's still an interesting <laughs> stat. Every year that the Braves have gone to the World Series, Georgia has lost to Florida. It also means Florida was much better than Georgia in the 1990s. Well, yeah, that helps. I mean, but okay. yeah, but it's still an interesting stat. I mean, that's an interesting factoid right there. I mean, it's like you know, it's while in in fifteen years ago, you know, when the Astros went to the World Series, Alabama kicked the shit out of Tennessee. Well, yeah, because Alabama kicks the shit out of Tennessee. Like that's that's what happens. Yeah, sure. Uh, World Series is one to one, by the way. The Astros uh, roughed the Braves and Max freed up pretty good last night. Uh, so one one <laughs> heading back to uh, to Atlanta in in that one. Uh, I'm the only person picking the uh, the Bulldogs against the Wildcats this weekend in Starkville. I thought about it. Number 12, Kentucky, minus one at Mississippi State, 6 p.m. SEC Network. I gave it real thought. This is not even criticizing. It, it, it's really, 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 really not. But okay. I, I get a little frustrated in a media thing. It's one of my media quirks, and I've probably been guilty of it at some point over the last 15 years, is – when the line is minus one, and frankly, opened with State as a favorite, this happened with Iowa State and Oklahoma State last week, too. Just because the media, who is all a collection of idiots, says, oh, well, this team is ranked here and this is whatever, all of the headlines I see this morning around the state going, can Mississippi State pull the huge upset on Kentucky? And it's like, it's not a huge upset. If you're a one-point you dog. You win in by Vegas. Yeah. And I get that they want the whole equal money thing or whatever, but at the end of the day, I'll trust Vegas over whatever the hell other option there is. Yes. Unless coaches are going to tell me who's going to win. Yes. I mean, it was just kind of like, like the scroll last week, Jeffrey mentioned it, on the bottom of the screen, Iowa State pulls the upset. It's like they were favored by like seven. Well, it's like this week. If Ole Miss were to beat Auburn, Ole Miss is what, a two-point dog right now, roughly? Yeah. yeah. That means that if the game were played in Topeka, it would be a pick em. Yeah. So it's not that big of an upset. So if some, if Ole Miss wins and, and someone goes with the headline, Ole Miss upsets Auburn, did they really? No, if you beat Alabama as a 17-point dog, it's an upset. When you beat Liberty as a 31-point dog, it's an upset. When you win as a one-point or two-point dog, no you just want to – Somebody want to give a ball game. Well, someone want a close game. Yeah. Vegas just didn't feel like making all making them all picks. You'd rather be the goldfish? Would you really? Than a lizard in the wild? I know I'm going to get eaten by like a snake before I'm two months old. That's true. Well, I, I was thinking like a big lizard. Oh, well now, I mean, if I get to be like a Komodo dragon or, or something, a, or an then okay. Or something. Yeah, I mean, if I'm, if I'm a, as Jeffrey used to say, yeah, the monsters exist. They just have names now. I mean, if I get to like be one of those. Yeah, but no, if I'm going to be like the little green lizard. The gecko. No, no, I, I, I just get, let me be the goldfish. I'll, swim, I'll hang out in Timmy's room. I'll man. swim around in Timmy's room for a few weeks and call it a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 not even close. I, I've got to be like somewhat higher on the food chain here. Yeah, just because. I, I, look, I'm also terrified of snakes. Oh God, I don't want to die by getting eaten by a python. No, no. I mean, I, I, I'm a, out. Even a grass snake. Yeah, I'm out. No, I'm out. Like, I'm, it, it's 100%. all good. I want to be a really if if. If I have to come back as something and uh -huh. I can't be a person, I want to be a really well-loved Labrador Retriever. That's all I want to be. That's probably the answer on a reincarnation. Isn't that it? is what I want to be. 
I want to be a really well-loved Labrador retriever living in a house with a family. That's what I want. Go up and play with the little boy. I'll go get, up and play I'll, with the I'll get girl. to be athletic. I'll catch some balls. Yeah, I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go chase the ball all day. I'll bring you your ball back. I'll drop it. You pet my head. Give me some turkey. Yeah, yeah. I want to sleep in one of those big, comfortable beds like my dogs get. Uh-huh. I want to be able to look at you with eyes and just get scratched. Back away and growl at people we don't trust. <laughs> yeah. Let people know that guy cannot cover recruiting yeah. for you anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for the most part, I just want everybody, everybody's going to come over. I'm going to be nice. So everybody's going to pet me. Tell me I'm, yeah. I'm a good boy. Yeah. Uh, so Ole Miss and Auburn, one plus one for the Rebels at number 18, Auburn, 6 p.m. ESPN. Neil and I have the Tigers winning the football game. Jeffrey and Rippy have Ole Miss winning the football game. That's as you would expect with a one point line. I know how well Ole Miss played last week. I know they dominated the game against LSU. The injuries as they are, I cannot get it out of my head. It's just, there's so much more limited on offense than what Corral was used to at the beginning of the season. Ben Brown being out for the year is a tremendous loss, even though he didn't play last week. I know Auburn's got some issues, too. I just – the injuries are sticking in my head. Ole Miss can prove it this week, and I go, you know what, all right, the hell with it, here they go. But it just feels funny. I don't know. We'll see. Ole Miss hasn't communicated well on the road for a little bit of some games. they got to fix that. you got more patchwork line going on. It's a problem. I would just have I, – I would feel better about it for Ole Miss if I knew that Braylon Sanders could play. Literally one player would probably change my pick. If I knew that Caleb Warren could play. Because mm-hmm. as it is now, you're, you're asking uh, Bryce Ramsey and Cedric Melton. And Amana potentially and, in a different position. Amana at, at guard to maybe go play 90 snaps. Mm-hmm. By the way, when you're looking for MVPs on this team, don't overlook Nick Broker and Jeremy James. Sure. Um, I just don't know without Braylon. Everyone does this thing with the – like I did this. I did the show last night. I was telling you about the War Report, and those yeah. guys are really good. And they did this match. They had a graph up with the lineups. Sure. And the lineup that they had for Ole Miss – had Mingo and Sanders and Rogers and Brown. I'm like, well, now, hey, look, look, Lane Kiffin would take that lineup right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he would be – If geek- that's the lineup, I have almost winning the football game. He would yeah, be geeked not- up to yeah. have that, but he doesn't have that. And so without that, it's become this offense that kind of has to grind it out, mm-hmm. has to out-scheme you, and they've done it. I mean, they beat Tennessee, they beat LSU. I just kind of wonder how long you can keep that up. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Uh, number 20, Penn State, plus 17 at number 5, Ohio State, 630 ABC. But the way James Franklin acted all week in a multitude of ways, we all have Ohio State covering this line against the He's Lions. Gone. He's gone. It's over. And then uh, my screw-up this morning, North Carolina, plus 3.5 at number 11, Notre Dame, 630 NBC, of course, for uh, that one. I-, I was, I think you're right. The Sam Howell factor, having the better quarterback, all those things plays in here. It just feels like a really difficult spot for Notre Dame. And then I remember Phil Longo calls plays for North Carolina, and he does not do it very well against good teams, or at least above-average teams. And I picked the Fighting Irish to win the game. You have North Carolina winning. Uh, Jeffrey has Notre Dame winning, and Brian has North Carolina winning. So 2-2 on this one yeah. as uh, as well. Should be a good game. 
It's, a, yeah. it's actually a really good slate of games. It is a good game. Yeah, it's a good day all the way through. They're timed kind of correctly. There's good stuff in every uh, in every time slot. It's a good uh, NFL slate, too. Is it? Yeah, the game tonight's not bad. I can't remember who's in it, but I remember it being a good game. We've got Saints-Bucks on Sunday afternoon's a good game. Yeah. Who is the NFL game tonight? I don't even know. I'll pull it up. Okay. I'm curious. While you're doing that, I'll tell you about Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. You need to go there, find out what's going on this week and every week. You can see where to stay, what to eat, what to do and see, as well as all the local events, including next week when Tunes Around Town returns, 5 to 7 next Friday, the day before Liberty. You can take advantage of multiple local artists all around the square and downtown Oxford. Get some takeout, get some dessert, and watch those local acts. Also at 3 or 4 o'clock next week, they have double-decker bus tours. Remember, an adult ticket gets you $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans. So that's visitoxfordms.com slash events. It's Green Bay and Arizona tonight. Oh, good game. That's not bad at that's all. That's a good game. So let's see what else we have. We've got Green Bay, Arizona, and eh, not much tonight. How's Coastal Carolina still ranked? Troy at Coastal Carolina, South Florida at East Carolina. Okay. That's that's pretty gross. That's gross. The college games have been pretty gross on Thursday nights. You know why? Because Thursday night's not supposed to be a college game night. Yeah. that's It used to be kind of cool 10 years ago, and they'd pull some good ones, but now it's it's become a really bad night. Look, can you imagine how, what a disappointment it would be if like Ole Miss-Auburn were a Thursday night game? Oh, God. I mean, I, Ole Miss has only played one ever, I believe. Years and years and years ago. It was like Arkansas in like 97 or 98, maybe. I remember when the league played them, I hated them because the Mobile paper would think it was cute. And yeah. they'd be like, oh, let's go to that. Like I had to go to Startville for a Thursday night. LSU. They used to play LSU a lot on Thursday LSU, night. LSU, Mississippi State on Thursday night. Vandy, South Carolina used to be a Thursday night game. Then I had time. to get to Auburn, and it was just, what a nightmare. It pissed yeah. me off. Um, looking back on that, I was really abused. I should have filed a case. Oh, well. Too late now. Statute of limitations and, and whatnot. And all that. Uh, we're also brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com. M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Go there, and uh, they'll take care of you. Study your expenses. Put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. Speaking of something just for you, John Edwards will put together a trip just for you. Give him a call or an email. Give him some parameters and a budget. Tell him what you have in mind, and then sit back and do nothing, and he'll come up with a ton of options that will make your uh, trip one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. We're also brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. Delicious menu featuring heroes, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. Awesome bar serving your favorite handcrafted cocktails and frozen libations. An amazing candlelit patio. It's located at 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse next to the old Soulshine location. It officially opens on Monday, so make sure you make that a part of uh, your next trip to Oxford. And if you live in Oxford, make it a part of your next night out. Grenada Nissan sponsors us and has for a long time. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Get in touch with them if you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. GrenadaNissanUSA.com. We're also brought to you by Service Specialist. With offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford, Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967, they're the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. 
Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional looking for a job in Mississippi or whether you are a prospective employer looking for uh, strong candidates, you need to get in touch with service specialists because they can take care of all of you. They always have names and resumes ready for your perusal, and they always know about jobs that never get advertised. 662-832-5138 or service specialist, <clears throat> excuse me, ltd.com. Alpha Specialties is located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They're your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail. They also have Hallmark Cargo Trailers. They've got uh, the ability to work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you. They also do all sorts of repairs, service, spare tires and wheels. If you're looking for something for a trailer, they've got it at Alpha. It's alphaofms.com. 601-932-9798. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. They've got stylists that hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. They've got something that's perfect just for you. Martin Dingman, Peter Millar, Jack Victor, and so much more. They're at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. Podcast also brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. That's johnstonhillcreamery.com. You can head there and see the current meals going on for catering, tailgate, and more sandwiches, salads, desserts, artisanal cheese trays, charcuterie trays, whatever you need, and they will take it right to your spot in the Grove or on campus for tailgating. 24 hours notice, and they will get it to you. 662-419-9201. Email cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Again, go to johnstonhillcreamery.com and see the entire menu of many different items. You can also stop in on White Oak Lane right there off Molly Bar in Oxford, see other add-ons, see things they have in the case ready to go for you from condiments and much more. So, again, johnstonhillcreamery.com, 662 419 9201. Uh let's see. NFL slate the rest of the weekend. There's a few things that are interesting enough. Um I gotta agree with Chet on this one. Chet and I don't always see eye to eye. Uh huh. Two thousand nine South Carolina game, which was a Thursday night. It was, yes. This is the most poorly coached game I've ever seen for Ole Miss. That's I think saying that's a lot. Valid. If it's not the most poorly, it's way up there. Two thousand ten not playing Jeremiah Masoli the whole game against Jacksonville State would be up there too. Yeah. Same coach. Yeah. Maybe there's a pattern trend forming, but... 2010 was arrogance. 2009 was negligence. It was, yes. And yeah, I was... The Egg Bowl, obviously, is on Thursdays. I was more thinking when Ole Miss had played a home Thursday night game. Yeah. yeah. South Carolina at 09, Vanderbilt in 13 are both road games on Thursday nights. Oh, yeah. It's a sneaky, good Vanderbilt game. That was a that was a Jeff Scott game yeah. on a big run. Was, was it Jordan game. Matthews that went off for Vanderbilt that yeah, night? Yeah, he caught like 40 passes for yeah, yeah, 806 yeah. yards. Yeah, yeah, that was the first game for that big recruiting class. Um, Pony Connor was all over the field that night in yeah, his first he was. game. He was everywhere. The bad man. The, just from a straight damn it kind of standpoint, him getting hurt is one that'll just sure. just bite you. I mean, it sure. just sucks. Sure. Um, maybe kind of like I mean, frankly, kind of like Eric Swinney. I mean, first play way that went down. Swinney got hurt in that South Carolina game, didn't he? That was it, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 sorry. Tim Simon. Tim Simon. Tim Simon, That's right. not Swinney. That's right. Swinney did get hurt, but I was thinking of Tim Simon. That's right. Yeah. Um, I got those. Uh, I was down late in that game. That was a depressing game. Like, yeah. being down on the field at the end, you could feel the depression, like, on that sideline. Oh, really? Yeah, there was – that was the night that Bradley Sowell made the comment. 
Yeah, I mean, what a, the whole thing, man. What a nightmare of a night. That's one of those. You got back to the hotel and you were like, "Gonna be talking about that for a while." There were so many signs, though. You know, Houston had, was going to allow that, like basically, like inside the NFL thing yeah. early in the year from True TV, and then they changed their mind and kicked at them the last out. minute. It was like, nope. I can remember. I'll never forget it. Chris Lowe standing at a practice late in a practice in August, and he goes, "What do you think?" And I said, "They're tight." And he goes, he goes, they're really good. I said, they're really tight. You just see it. That team was tight. Because that team lost, like, weird games. Like, they they lost that Auburn game where they went down, scored on the first possession, looked incredible, and then yeah. no-showed the rest of the afternoon. Disappeared. Nothing. Night-night. I mean. Got whacked. Yeah. Yeah, drove down the field, just boom. Yeah. Went up 7 nothing, and yeah, that was it. Um, Yeah, I mean, this the the, the, the Saints-Bucks game is good. I mean, New England Chargers is fine. Tennessee-Indianapolis has a chance to be okay. Yeah, it's got a chance. Pittsburgh-Cleveland's a good game uh-huh. at noon. Your Bears play San Francisco at home. Mm-mm. Your Bengals are at the Jets. That's a W. Take your pick, however you want to. Hell pick. yeah. The Rams. Hey, the s- Bengals are legitimately good. They're no longer cute. They lined up and kicked the Ravens' ass. So they're just good. No, they're good. They're legitimately good. Good now. Right now. Okay. They're a they're a threat to win that division right okay. now. Okay. Joe Burrow is is the deal, and Jamar Chase is an absolute superstar. They are taking advantage of it, so I'm not making fun of anybody here, but the Rams should send a Christmas card to the NFL because right here where you kind of get start getting banged up a little bit, it gets a little weird in the middle of your season, their three-game stretch is Giants, Lions, Texans. Mm. Three weeks in you a row. You get well fast. I mean, not much danger there. They get the, they're at Houston on Sunday, and then uh, they play a hell of a Sunday night game next week, uh, Rams – at home against Tennessee Titans next Sunday night. So, should be a good game there in, uh, in that one. They still got the Cardinals again. They play the Packers in a couple weeks. So, it'll it'll get complicated. But none, uh, nonetheless. Uh, last couple minutes. Um, story on Mike Bianco up at rebelgrove.com. He discusses the, uh, the LSU interest from the summer. Why can't uh, you make him say what we want him to say? As I posted yesterday on the site. If you were um, worth a damn, he would have said something different. I, I even basically mapped out what questions I asked him. Um, I've learned long ago that I can't make a person answer uh, in a specific way. You're any good, you could. And it's true. And, um, you know, I'm like, I, I didn't get any job offers this week. You need job offers this week? Um, I, uh, I, I understand your frustration. It's not necessarily what I, I, I let me take it back. It's kind of what I expected, but I completely get that it did not satisfy. At the end of the day, the team is either going to win or not win, and the answers are decide. The answers are tough to swallow. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I mean, I like Mike the person a lot. There, there were PR responses in those. It, it was well, it was a PR response that that lacked PR skill. Yeah, uh, the one about I just needed to find out what the program was about. It's been 25 years. There needed to be – I'm about to be really critical. 
That's where I make your life miserable. That's all. Because they call you to go, why is he such a jackass? You knew you were doing that interview. You probably needed to walk through some of the potential questions and answers. Because the answer, well, we just wanted to see what the program was, how, how much it had changed. You've been coaching against them for two decades. Your son is the center fielder for them. You likely have a clue. Your son literally the week before played in a super regional in Knoxville wearing an LSU uniform playing center field. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to guess that you probably don't need to say we don't really know what's up with the program. You go there every other year. You're beloved there. You have friends who are around that program all the time. Your son's in that program. That answer does not pass any smell test. And so whether it's whether that's what you meant to say or not what you meant to say or whatever, it, it, it's, it's a bad answer. And so it's one of those things where you should probably walk through some answers. That's not a good one. And then at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is, this is the truth. This is the part that's, that's inescapable. In June of last year, I can remember telling you, I can remember telling people in Baton Rouge, you can't be a sitting SEC head coach and interview in person for another SEC job. Now, can you have a phone conversation? Sure. Yeah. Can you do a Zoom call? Yeah. FaceTime, Skype. Yeah, where there's no physical deal. Because when you physically go somewhere, people are going to physically see you, and that's exactly what happened. He was seen. That's how it got out. When you do that, you have to get the job. Mm-hmm. You have to get the job. Like someone said, would you be this way if Lane Kiffin interviewed for LSU? Lane Kiffin's not going to enter. Lane Kiffin's agent would never let Lane Kiffin, quote, interview for another job. Now, when he was at, at Florida Atlantic, he could interview for an SEC job because it's a clear step up. At Ole Miss... Nobody's he, criticizing Cliff Godwin for going and interviewing that day. At Ole Miss, he could interview for the Bengals job, yeah. right? If the Bengals said, hey, we really want to talk to your coach. Okay, it's an NFL gig. It's a, it's a step up. That's not a, if, if you end yeah. up not taking the job or whatnot, that you could still coach at Ole Miss. Sure. But if Lane Kiffin were to go interview for the LSU job, not get it, and come back, that's used against you in recruiting from now until eternity. Yeah. The, the Bengals job wouldn't be used against him. You would, in fact, be able to go, hey, we're so cutting edge here that the Bengals wanted to hire us. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. You it, just can't do it. And, and here's the thing from a reaction standpoint, and she's exactly right. Ginger says the Ole Miss fans aren't even mad about his answers as they are about the fact he didn't get the job. And there's a lot of truth to that. And that's where ultimately where this is. The yeah. reason that Keith Carter let him go interview for the job is because Keith Carter wanted him to get the job. Keith Carter assumed this is me talking, and Keith would probably go, Neil, you're wrong, and we would just probably agree to disagree. And I have a lot of respect for Keith. I think Keith and Mike thought that when he went to Birmingham to interview for the job, that it was a formality at that point. I think Mike knew it was time for a change, and I think Keith probably believed he could go get the candidate that he wanted to go get, mm -hmm. and he was probably knew it was probably time for a reset. And what you have now instead is a lot of anger and animosity, and it's 
awkward, and only one thing will overcome that, and that's winning at a super high level, getting to Omaha, and probably at least doing something there. Hanging out for a minute. And that is an incredibly high standard just to salvage your job. Yeah. I I, th- I think it's untenable at this point. Frankly, it's the second time he's been in that state because I think he was in that state in 2014 as well. So um, where it's at. We'll, yeah, uh, we'll, yeah. We'll, could we'll, be. We'll see. Uh, all right. Another podcast with you tonight. We'll be back for uh, for hand raised guys around seven o'clock. We'll watch a good football game. We got Packers and Cardinals tonight on for uh, for that one. Appreciate Chase Goodbread's time as always, and we will be back with you later. Have a good day. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.